Hi, this is Grant Herbert. I'm just an ordinary guy with an outstanding wife and five amazing kids who is on his own journey of imperfection. Welcome to this week's episode of The People Builder. Are the people in your team constantly at each other, taking everything personally and heaps and heaps of conflict all the time? Or do they let a document do the talking for them? Well, stick with me because in this week's episode, I'm going to help you to create a structure that's going to remove all that conflict. Hi, this is Grant Herbert, Emotional Intelligence Speaker and Trainer of the Year and Master Coach Trainer. And today I want to continue our conversation around teamwork and collaboration by helping you to establish a team charter. Over the last few weeks, we've been talking about all things teamwork, about bringing individuals together into a collective to achieve more. Last week, we talked about the four pillars of a great team. That is collaboration, communication, conflict, and change. We talked about how each of those are handled will determine whether or not your team goes from a storming team into a norming and performing team. We talked about those stages of a team weeks before that. And we talked about the fact that individuals come together to make up a team. Well, today I want to establish a guideline, a structure that you can use within your team so that you can encapsulate everything that's important to the individual members and then have a document that you then look through when you are assessing your team's performance. The underlying principles for this are that people make up a team. And whenever there's human beings involved, there are personalities involved, there are opportunities for emotions to be handled in a non-healthy way. Things are said and people take it personally. So even when we are looking at the performance of a team, because people are going through their own uncertainties and their own level of personal power and all those things that we've talked about, misunderstandings take place. When someone sees something going on in the team and they speak to another team member, that can go off the rails and it can create even more conflict. And this is one of the reasons why a lot of teams never get out of that storming phase. They stay there constantly developing this and continually going backwards and forwards instead of moving forward into that performing team that's actually going to get the job done without all the stress and conflict. So to do this, what we need to do is take the human out of it take the personality out of it and bring in more logic through a document. Whenever we use a set of guidelines, a document to speak through, we're taking the personal side out of it. And I call this a team charter. 
So the idea is that we come up with a set of guidelines that this team operates from, in particular around the area of working together and the behavior that are the norms that are acceptable within this team. So what I want to do is unpack for you five key principles that we must adhere to when we are putting together our team charter. The idea is to end up with some sort of a document that everyone has in front of them, whether it's up on the wall or it's something that they have in a card that they can refer to and use as a way of communicating. It's also by going through this process really helpful in the building of the team. So just going through the process of putting together the charter will bring them closer together. So let's have a look at these five principles and then I'll give you a way to get a document that you can use to assess your team. Number one is to set the intention. Now, you're listening to this right now with me and you're talking to me and you've been going through this process with me. However, if you just walk into your team and go, hey, I've got a great idea, let's put a charter together. Some people are not going to understand and some are even going to see it as being something that they're not real sure of, so I'm not playing. So the first thing we need to do is make sure that there is communication that sets the intention for the charter. As I said before, the whole purpose of the charter is to bring us out of that conflict and to have a document that we can then use that says this is the way that we behave in this team. So when everybody knows the reason for doing it, they can see the benefit for themselves and the removal of conflict and those unhealthy conversations that most people want to avoid means that they'll understand why we're even doing this. So making sure whatever you do when you introduce something into your team, people need to know why and they need to be able to engage with that why and see it for themselves. So set the intention up front rather than just jump in. Number two is to enlist every member. We talked about previously and agreed that there are eyes in team. There's individuals that come together and make a collective. For this process to work, we need every member on the team engaged. We need every member to participate in putting this together. And the reason we need every member is because this is the team norm for this team. And if we've got lone wolves that are out there and they're not a part of the process, then it's gonna bring it all undone. So to do this, we need to make sure that everyone's involved in the process and that Everyone understands the benefit for them. Everyone feels valued. Everyone feels heard. And that individual coming together as a collective creates the team norms moving forward and puts them into the charter. Number three is to 
agree on priorities. Now, every member's involved. Every member has their own priorities as what's important in terms of behavior that would be expected within a team. So we go through a process of being able to survey every member of the team and allow them to say what they think is important in terms of behavior. It could be, if we have a disagreement, this is what we do. This is the way we speak to each other. This is how communication goes in our team. Others might think that punctuality is important, whereby a different group might think that the way conflict is handled is more important. So having a process where everybody puts in what they think is a priority and they brain dump that gives us the raw materials that we then need to work on our charter. Then if we use a process that I can give you access to, you can then get everyone to rank what's most important. So we come up with a master list from everyone's ideas and then we see what's most important. And from that, we can then take those key points and put them together in a charter. As I said, even this process of putting the charter together brings the team closer because people understand what others value. People know each other on a deeper level and we get agreement on something. That's why this part of the process is extremely important because it's every individual within the team that's going to need to live up to the standards of that charter, behave in the way that they agree is important. So make sure we get agreement before we move forward. Number four is to speak through the charter. So the whole purpose of putting this charter together was so that we had a set of team norms around behavior, around the way that the team works together that we could refer to. And where this brings such great value to a team is that it removes the personal side. So what we do now is we have this document that has these guidelines of how we're going to work together in the team. So now we use that in communication when we're looking at how our team's performing together. So for example, I could be talking to a member of the team who was not living up to one of the guidelines within the team charter. They were constantly late and we'd said that this is how punctuality is valued in this team. So instead of me going, hey, you're late all the time, what I'm able to do is take a document which is separate from me personally and go, hey, do you feel right now that you and I are working together under this 0.5 here. So the fact that it's an external document, it's not me speaking against their behavior, and it's an external document that they agreed on that they were involved in creating, and they look at it differently. And they go, yeah, I totally understand. And then there's an opportunity to move forward and shift the behavior. As a leader of a team, you've now got this charter to be able to 
bring in front of your team when there's challenges and go, hey team, we're doing really, really well here and we're producing this. However, there's still a lot of conflict and people are not speaking up when there are challenges, they're just avoiding it and it's not moving forward. And we agreed that this is what we were going to do. So now that we've got this charter, its whole purpose is not just to hang on a wall so that everyone can see it, it's to speak through it when there are challenges and when there are adjustments that need to be made in the team. And number five is to reinforce through reflection. Now, if you've been hanging around me for any period of time, you'll know that there's a certain way that we reflect. When we reflect on what's past, we do it in a way that's looking forward. So we're not reflecting just to go back and find out everything that's gone wrong. We reflect regularly so that we can pick up what we did well, pick up things that we could do differently with a focus on where we're going, which is moving forward to the goal of that team. The same thing is true with our charter. So this isn't something that we build once and we never change. So we need to make sure that we update our charter. We need to sometimes shift the language so that it makes more sense. So this is a working document that over a period of time with a few tweaks and adjustments becomes exactly what we need in that team. What it also does is gives us an opportunity when we reflect to celebrate progress. And we can see how behaving this way as a team, as we have said on our charter, actually took us to where we arrived and the results that we got. So it reinforces the importance of the charter and the individual components of that charter. So there you have five things to consider when you put together your team norms into a charter. If you would like a copy of an assessment that you can use with your team to be able to go through this process, then just comment below and I will get you that. If you're watching this on my website, there's a link there for you to grab a hold of that and take that, go in and build your own team charter. Being able to have a document that speaks through the challenges in the team removes all that personal angst and conflict and allows the team to have their own set of boundaries on the way that they do things. And it's something to stand for together with pride. Well, that's it from me for another week. Join me again next week when we continue this conversation around teamwork and collaboration by putting the I back in team. I'll see you then. Well, hey, did you like that? Did you get something out of that that you can use in your life right now? I really hope that you did. If you like this episode, why not share it on your social media and head over to my website, grantherbert.com, where you can register to join the conversation. So until next time, stay safe, enjoy being who it is that you were created to be without worrying what others expect you to be. I'll see you then.